Hello and welcome to Box Office Receipts. I'm your host Tyler Callahan, and we got some in- some very interesting numbers to talk about regarding Black Widow. And I'm not talking about box office numbers. Let's get to those first. So, in no surprise, Black Widow debuted in first place with 80 million dollars for the weekend. In second place is F9 with 10.8 million for a total of 141.3 million. In third place is the Boss Baby Family Business with 8.7 million for a total of 34.7 million. Fourth place was the Forever Purge with 6.7 million for a total of 27.4 million. Lastly, in fifth place is A Quiet Place Part 2 with 3 million for a total of 150.7 million. Alright, before we talk about Black Widow, let's recognize some movies here. First, congrats to A Quiet Place Part 2 for making it to 150 million domestic the first to do so since the pandemic started. It has liked out fantastic. F9 is right behind it and is now guaranteed to pass 150 million, which is also fantastic for Universal. Speaking of leggy movies, Cruella is doing that as well, having now passed 80 million domestic. Yes, it is no 100 million milestone, but that has been available to buy on digital storefronts for $30 for over two weeks now, as well as, you know, be on premiere access for since its release. So, you know, again, that movie specifically has had multiple options on how you can launch it, so still pretty good. Okay, so Black Widow. First off, the 80 million opening weekend is a solid number, but I would not say amazing. It was looking to be closer to 90 million, so it's a bit of a drop. Also, the dailies dropped consistently from Friday to Sunday. Friday to Saturday drop makes sense, because Friday includes the Thursday night showings, but from Saturday to Sunday is 6 million drop. Maybe the Euro 2020 final uh, impacted it a bit. But again, it's not a bad opening, and it is the best one we have had since early last year. So assuming legs are solid, the film is looking at 150 million domestic minimum, and I would think it's even safe to say 175 million has a good chance of happening. Now, Disney this weekend also did something they never did before. They released some numbers on Premiere Access. So when they sent out the press release about how Black Widow did, they mentioned how it made over 60 million worldwide on Premiere Access, which I guess is a lot. I'm happy they reported some kind of data, but since we never got this from any other uh, movie, I don't know if it's good or bad. Deadline is saying that the majority of the Premiere Access money is coming from the domestic accounts, which, if that is the case, definitely had an impact on the box office numbers. Take a Family 4, for instance. They could have one Disney Plus account, pay $30 one time. Now, if they went to a theater, they could be paying up to $50, $60 for tickets to see. You do this a couple million times, and it adds up. Right now, Disney has not announced any more changes, so Jungle Cruise will be the last movie to release both on Disney Plus and in theaters same day. Shang-Chi and Free Guy will both have a 45-day exclusivity window for theaters, then go to Disney Plus. Actually, no. Free, Free Guy is a Fox movie. Maybe not directly uh, Disney Plus. Shang-Chi will. I do think Disney is happy with the result, but I also think they realize that under normal conditions, a shorter exclusivity window for movies and then moving to streaming is the way to get the most money. Even looking at the domestic box office, what are the top two movies over the past few months? A Quiet Place Part 2 and F9. Both are exclusive to theaters. Now we wait and see how bad of a drop Black Widow will have next weekend. 
Now let's take a look at China, where it seems it's starting to get some life back into it. Opening in first place was Chinese Doctors with 53.5 million, and second place was 1921, making another 6.5 million for a total of 64 million. Opening in third place was New Happy Dad and Son 4 Perfect Dad. Yeah, it's a bit of a long title. Uh, with 5.5 million. In fourth place was Realm of Terracotta, opening with 4.8 million. And lastly, in fifth place was The Pioneer with 1.67 million for a total of 17 million. So Chinese Doctors is about the beginning of the pandemic in Wuhan, China, and I wonder if the reason this film is doing much better than 1921 is the modern setting. Like, this is a very recent event that affected a lot of people, so they would be more interested in watching about it than, say, 1921, which they may they feel, or they may feel, comes off as a history lesson. Still, this is better than expected result for the film, and even with half-decent legs, it can it can definitely hit 100 million, which would be good, considering at this rate, 1921 might not even make that milestone. Also, while Black Widow still does not have a release date in China, it looks like when it is released there, it's not going to have a good time. Film watchers can already review the film on Doban, and it's not good. A 6.7 right now, after 24,000 ratings. Now, how are they watching it? Well, a HD pirated copy from other parts of the world that do have Disney+. Plus. Uh, people were then quick to rip a copy. I had Chinese subtitles. I released it online. So yeah, while a lot of people may not have watched the pirated copy in China, the film now has to deal with mediocre word of mouth from people who have. And that will probably affect it. Marvel's in for a rough 2021 in China, with the only saving grace being Spider-Man Far From Home. Sorry, No Way Home. No Way Home. Now let's take it worldwide numbers. Black Widow opened to 78.8 million internationally for a worldwide opening weekend of 158.8 million. And if you are Disney and want to count the premiere access numbers, then it opened to 218.8 million. Either way, these are good numbers for the movie. Assuming it can hold, it looks like it can pass 500 million, but beyond that, it depends how much Premier Access will affect it. Also, will Disney give us updated numbers on Premier Access down the road? Let's say it finishes at 450 at the box office, but during an earnings report, they say, oh, and it made 100 million in Premier Access. Well, does that count as it pushing over to half a billion? We'll wait and see. F9 is looking to push it to 600 million, with it now at 541.8 million, both the Forever Purge. And the Boss Baby family business did not really add new international markets, so they are at 34.9 and 37.2 million, respectively. Cruella is now at 216.9 million worldwide. Conjuring the Devil Made Me Do It is at 185.3 million. And finally, Wrath of Man has finally hit the 100 million milestone, with it now at 100.6 million worldwide. Going to news in Hollywood, it looks like the live-action remake of The Little Mermaid has finished filming. At least that is what the Diz Insider is saying. If that is the case, then I think a release in 2022 is still possible, but depending on how heavy the VFX work can be, it will either be a May release or July, possibly even September. It is going to be a lot of work with, uh, you know, assuming most of the movies underwater, but we should get some kind of teaser for it by the end of the year. Also from Disney, but more specifically Pixar, we got our first teaser trailer for their next film, Turning Red, which comes out next March. The animation looks really good, uh, but that is to be expected from Pixar, and it is original idea for the most part, which is nice. Hopefully it still does release in theaters and not on Disney+, Plus, like Soul and Luca. Not much for VOD Premium this week. 
Though to be fair, I was very busy last week. We start with Paramount Plus, where they have started their 45-day Windows for Movies as A Quiet Place Part 2 is now on the service with no extra charge. So yeah, right now it seems based on how this went, they will keep quiet about the 45-day period until it is on the service, and then they'll advertise that it's there. This makes sense, as you would not want to piss off theaters by basically saying, oh, if you wait this long, you can subscribe and watch. Now, I don't think this will be move the needle in terms of subscribers, but I think this shows both studios and theater owners a shorter window, like 45 days, works. Look how much the movie was able to get in theaters, and we'll still get a little bit more, as not everyone will sign up to watch one movie. Finally, we are talking about Universal again. As I mentioned last week, they were looking to keep their animation deal with Netflix uh, the same, and now we have official confirmation as well, with some additional details. So yes, going forward for the pay one window for animation movies, they will go to Peacock, then Netflix, and then back to Peacock. However, this is only for the US, and I think that is because Peacock's uh, not available internationally. For now, this is not an issue for NBC Universal, but if they start looking to expand outside to other countries, well, then they might need to take another look at their contracts and see what they can put on their service. Another thing about the new their new agreement is that Netflix will also get access to some older live-action Universal movies. Reading this quote from a Variety article going over it, Quote, as part of the new deal with Universal, Netflix will also license rights to full animated and live-action slate from Universal Filmed Entertainment Group four years after release. The deal also grants the streamer rights to select titles from Universal's movie library. Now, what titles will be included in this was not disclosed, and we will not know likely until Netflix announced them. Netflix access in the movies four years older is not a big loss for Peacock, as no one will be signing up just to watch them. My only concern is hopefully Universal is still able to keep or share some and have a nice catalog of old movies for their service. While new films heading to Peacock first is most important, you need a nice catalog to keep people around. All we can do now is see how Peacock's advertised and how the company talks about its subscription numbers going forward because post-Olympics, the streaming service is back to standing on its own. No special event or big studio movie like The Boss Baby to carry it. And that'll be it for this week's episode of Box Office Receipts. Question for the episode is, have you seen the Turning Red trailer? What do you think of it? Let me know on Facebook. Thank you for listening. See you next time.